You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. We're back with Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. And this week we're talking about all things waxing. So whether you're an esthetician and you want to know about some of our favorite wax brands, or maybe you're a client and want to know, do Brazilians really hurt that bad? This is the episode for you. Okay. Um, we kind of have a list of things to go over about waxing because it is kind of um, a easy, broad kind of topic, something light for this Monday. Um, nothing too deep on like super education, but there is some education in there um, sprinkled in. So what do you want to start off with? Yeah. So in general today, we're like I said, we're going to talk about all things waxing. So I think we can start off with maybe who is the ideal client to get waxed and contraindications. And then we can go into um, our favorite areas to wax and maybe our least favorite areas and receiving waxes as well. So who is the ideal wax client? Who's the perfect person to come in and to get that wax? Um, is there a perfect person or is it just a I feel like timing? Almost everybody is a perfect person. Yeah. If you have hair, almost everybody. Um, I do. I don't know what, I don't know why people think that it's just waxing is some magical, I don't know how to call it, but some people come in and they're like, yeah, I shaved two days ago and I want to get a wax. I don't know what kind of magical powers you think my wax have, but (laughs) that is not the perfect timing or the perfect client though. To have right, enough so, to wax is key. Right. That's definitely part that comes in the perfect client. Do you have enough hair for me to wax? I've definitely had people come in and be like, can you wax this? And I'm like, dude, I can't even pull that hair with my the tip of my fingernails. Like my I tweezers aren't I even getting that. that. Right. Like there's no way I can wax that. So one thing to make sure, and what I learned when I worked at a wax studio, and you probably too, is like, if it's the length of a grain of rice, or if I can pinch it, I can wax, if I can pull it, I can wax it. Um, And that's a good train of thought to have when looking at your client or when looking at yourself, thinking about going to get a wax is, is my hair long enough? Can we wax this? And as long as you can pinch and pull, then you're usually wax. You cut out a little bit. Oh, uh, well, I was saying that basically if you can pinch it and you can pull it, then we can wax it. So that's the first indicator on if you are waxable and if you're a good client or if your client is able to get that wax. But then there is also a few other things to consider like contraindications um, yeah. and, and contraindications tolerance. and pain tolerance. Yes, for sure. And um, contraindications are something that basically is preventing you from performing a certain procedure or treatment. Um Pain tolerance is um, another one. I actually had a client the other day try to tap out on me in the middle of a Brazilian and we talked our way through it. That was the first time in my entire career though that I've ever had that happen. And maybe it's because I'm not the biggest waxer. Like I wax, but it's not my top service, but I've never experienced that before. And we had to definitely pet talk our way through it. So think about those things I guess too 
yeah, we'll talk I about that. Talk a lot of people. Yeah, we'll talk about that too. How bad does it really hurt? You know. Um, yeah. But another thing to think about are contraindications. So I'm a person who has taken Accutane in the past, and if you are on Accutane or you are thinking about it, we have a Accutane episode that you can go listen to. But while I was on Accutane and for one year after being on Accutane, I was not able to get waxed. So um, that's a huge consideration, whether you are the client or the professional, um, is are they taking any oral acne medications and specifically taking that? Um, I Basically the names of Accutane and it goes along other names, but that one, you'll lift your whole skin off, y'all. I actually waxed my upper lip on it because I wasn't thinking about it. And I took all my upper lip skin off and I had a scab mustache for a very long time. Don't wax yourself or your client if you're on Accutane. Yeah, that was a fun, yeah. that was a fun uh, recap in that episode. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. But yeah, there's difference between um, topical versus oral medications for waxing. And typically there are topical contraindications for waxing, but it's per area so like we were talking about if you're using um a strong retinoid or exfoliant you know the day before a couple days before um on your face obviously you don't want to get facial waxing but you can still get your legs waxed underarms brazilian whatever um as long as that area didn't have contact to the product itself right 100 percent. and if you want to get those areas waxed um say you were even on like a retinol or glycolic acid or any of those things you just need to wait a set period of time in between like using it and not using it to be able to get the wax so it's not like you can never do it but you're going to need to cut out the use um to be able to move forward with the and with it's the procedure. different it's different per product there are some products that you need to wait a whole week for some a day some two three days um, so really the strength in the product depends on that too. So um, just ask your esthetician, you know, message them before you're getting a wax just to make sure that you're good and how long you should stop something for. Right. And also um, antibiotics is another contraindication. So just be, um, be wary of that. Cause I feel like that's one that's not often thought about because you're like, oh, it's just antibiotics, but that can also um, change like how you're affected by the wax as well. So um, and pretty much for all of these things, it's your skin lifting, um, up so you can see, um, those issues, but then there's also, um, things like using blood thinners and stuff like that. You could see bruising in someone's skin, um, or just extra redness and sensitivity to the product as well. So none of those things are ideal. Um, so make sure before you act someone that you're definitely diligent just as you are with your facial clients, talking to them about what they're using on their skin and what they've been exposed to. Yeah, um, and there should be like a intake form that you do before, either prior to booking or prior to the actual service that will kind of go over those things. So you don't have to be trying to figure out, well, what's an uh, indication and what's not. Precisely, 100%. Another thing also like slight things, other than like medications and things you put in and outside of your body, like um, scabbing, um, rashes, any like skin, visual like skin issues, you also sunburn. don't want to wax. Sunburn, exactly. That also needs to be avoided when it comes to waxing. So make sure that you are waiting for things to 
um, heal and et cetera, before you get into uh, waxing. Same thing with medical, like breakouts, um, whether that's genital or right. um, just skin breakouts, different types of conditions that can't be waxed over or, or contagious and things like that. Right. I've actually never um, had like a client come in that looked like they could potentially have like an STD. I don't know if you have, but like, what is something that I you would tell not. a client? Okay. I would not know what to say um, necessarily. Um, you have to just really be knowledgeable on like what it looks like. And also like your clients kind of need to be upfront about if they know or they have knowledge about it but sometimes people at don't the end know of the, though that's the crazy part yeah at the end of the day like you have to kind of be knowledgeable on what to look for and if you see anything specific suspicious then just nicely respectfully just say um I don't feel comfortable for your safety and mine to wax right now I would prefer you to go ahead and like get like a doctor's approval just to make sure everything's good so that you or myself don't have an issue going forward to waxing you what an elegant way to put that yeah just when you just that. said suspicious why did I just think of the real you don't find that suspicious yeah. <laughs> you don't find that TikTok suspicious are always popping in my head <laughs> I was like, Lord God, I don't want to say, I'm not me looking at a client being like, you don't find that suspicious. (laughs) I'm always constantly replaying TikTok sounds in my head, like during services or just anytime. Lord have mercy. Oh man. But yeah, no, you can, um, that's definitely a great way to put it when it comes to, if you ever run into something like that. And also, um, if you are listening to this, there's a very funny, definitely funny wax um, stories in our esthetician horror stories that you should listen to. So if you're looking for funny wax stories, that's definitely the um, episode for you. Yeah, that'll be posted before <laughs> this one. So you can go back and listen to that one. Yeah, it's definitely hilarious. Um, so what are some, since we've talked about some contraindications now that people know like can I wax this person or can I get waxed what are um some of the benefits of waxing before we even start that there is one thing that people may think is a contraindication but is not a contraindication which is the time of the month oh yes no that's perfect yeah if it's if you're on your period is can you get waxed a lot of people ask that question and a lot of people like are nervous to get waxed on their period um, but but yes. Faith, what's the answer? <laughs> yes, you can. Especially like it's not necessary to like. Honestly, sometimes skipping that week of your regular waxing tends to make it a lot more painful. So sometimes people just don't want to wait that whole week while they're in the period. They still want to get waxed to be regular, um, to have it be less painful and stuff like that. So those are kind of the reasons that you would still get waxed on your period. Like it's nothing to be shameful about put a tampon in yada yada get it going nobody's worried about it literally I just had a client and she's in school for osteology and she was saying how she didn't know if she was gonna like waxing because it seems really intimate because we're like all up in there and then she was like then I don't know I think she said she saw one of my posts where I said you get waxed your period and she was shocked and I was like girl to be honest getting waxed in your period it's more about if the client wants to or not it has nothing to do with me I was like um, I could care less. <laughs> like it's it's just a string that I move from side to side. Like 
Waxing. It doesn't bother me whatsoever. Is- I've seen crazier than a period. Trust me. Yeah. I don't mind. So um, if you're well, waxing. The most non-intimate service. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess just having someone right in your vagina. Yeah, it feels. <laughs> you're like. It's invasive, Whoa. maybe. Yeah, I guess that's another like way she was trying to say. Like it was very private. I guess that's what she means. And like. Yeah yeah it's definitely you do it once and you get over it yeah yeah well some people do some people don't I had one client I've definitely converted from a bikini line to a Brazilian and I was proud of her and myself it was a great accomplishment because she was very nervous but um yeah Brazilians are amazing they're great and you can definitely get them on your period so wax yourself I mean not wax yourself <laughs> get wax don't wax for yourself, yourself on your period I wax myself but yes because you're a professional but I don't yeah. even know I am a professional I still wouldn't wax myself but some people have the gut some people have the flexibility I do not girl I don't know I just won't touch I myself it. I think I have like the mental illness for it or something <laughs> <laughs> no pain no gain yeah, I think I have like the craziness for it. I was <laughs> I was talking to someone the other day, one of my clients, and we were waxing, and she was, and I told her how I wax myself, and she was like, "You just have to be like, ah, oh, yeah, you're like, like you're such a bad, you know, be like, da da da, you just yeah. need this, uh, like power." And I was like, "No, Hype seriously, girl." Up. I was like, "You could do this. Suck it up." Ah, <laughs> I cannot. Underarms <laughs> Brazilians. Those are the two places I can't do myself. Where Brazilian and what? Underarm. Oh, underarm. Oh, mm-hmm. I remember when you made, when you were like, wax my underarm, please. I can't do it. Yeah, I literally can't do it myself. I'll tell you what I, really sucks for me is my legs. Oh, I don't care about legs, but I use soft wax on my legs and it's super easy. So much better. So, so much easier. That's the only place I'll touch with soft wax. Oh my gosh, that's actually the perfect segue into what we didn't even think to talk about is the difference between yeah. hard wax and soft wax. What is hard wax? What is soft wax? And also you can throw sugaring in there, even though I know neither of us do it. Um, that true. is also another form. It is. I personally don't, I've never dived into sugaring. I don't, it is, it's not appealing to me. Some people it is, some people you know, love it. I just, I don't really care for it. Um, never really dived into it. I feel like it's a little bit more expensive product wise. And I also feel like it's just a little bit more time consuming. So I don't have an issue with what I use. So it's kind of one of those things, like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. I'm on the exact same page, but I hear that it's cheaper, but I feel like it's also time more time consuming, but I always feel like I hear that it's a cheaper alternative to waxing. Maybe it is. Maybe I've just heard some people talk about how much money they spent on sugaring and like supplies. And I'm like, eh, not I thought happy. you were supposed to be able to like make it yourself or something. Maybe, but I don't. Isn't it just supposed I to be would. lemon and water and sugar? Don't ask me. I'm not- <laughs> I don't know anything at all about it either. I feel like I tried to make it at home one time, like while we were in school and I probably did it once and it did not work out and I never even cared to attempt again. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So there is sugaring. Obviously we don't know much about that. And then there's hard wax and there's soft wax. And some people swear by just using one or the other. Um, I personally like using both. And I feel like the biggest difference for anyone who might not know already, because if you don't know, then you probably haven't like used those waxes is that soft wax is where you normally see when you go to like the nail salon or something. Um, they have like the strip 
um, that they put over the wax that they've laid on your skin. And hard wax is stripless wax. So it's going to be without that white strip on top and it hardens itself. And you just pull the wax straight up by the wax. Um, those are the biggest differences um, between the two. Do you have anything to say on that, Faith? Um, soft wax tends to adhere to everything it touches, whereas hard wax adheres to the hair only when you rip it up, mm-hmm. um, which sure. makes hard wax a lot more gentler on the skin. And mm-hmm. this is why more people tend to use it. And I uh-huh. tend to use it everywhere on the body. Um, the only place that I will touch like I said, soft wax is legs because they are more resilient. They're also a little bit harder to wax and they use a lot of wax. So soft wax kind of goes farther with the leg waxing and the legs can handle it. I've never had somebody that can't handle soft wax on their legs, but I have had people that can't handle soft wax anywhere else. Underarms, facial wax, arms, you can get away with soft wax. It's the same thing as legs, but a lot of other places tend to be too sensitive and I just don't care to risk it to find out if somebody's sensitive or not to it. So I stick to hard wax everywhere else. Exactly. I agree. I mainly honestly use soft wax on myself because the main areas that I wax are Brazilians and underarms. So you do um, your Brazilian have, soft? No, I said I oh, only I really use soft wax on myself because the main services I do are Brazilians and underarms. So like I'm always using hard wax. Okay. But I thought you said I'll, what you do on yourself is underarms and Brazilian and that's where you use soft wax. Oh, no, no, no. I do my full body waxing on myself and I'll use soft wax on my legs. Um, I've tried soft wax on my Brazilian before, but only on like the top part yeah. of my Brazilian. Which I, I um, think you can get away with that too. Like top, yeah, top like part a line. thighs. Yeah, like the line, but not like mm-hmm. I wouldn't really do my lips. I would feel like I'm probably going to rip off my lip or something. Yeah. <laughs> and- There's too much cleanup too. Yeah, no, it's definitely a lot. It's really sticky. I don't know. I, it yeah, doesn't get would, into the crevices. Yeah, I know somebody who waxes, um, not somebody, but I know a place that waxes with soft wax on the Brazilian. And I used to work there and I didn't do Brazilians <laughs> because I was like, no. I, to this day, have I'm never not. seen it done nor done a full Brazilian with soft wax. And I'm just curious. I'm still curious. After all this time, I've never seen it done full Brazilian with soft wax. And I don't know how it's done because I just feel like it's literally like taking like mold putty and putting it into the crevices and getting everything and being able to adhere to everything with hard wax. But I don't, yeah, I don't see I feel how like that that's is with like soft the wax. Same. I feel like it's the same with sugaring as far as like Brazilians, like how do you sugar a Brazilian? I feel like it would hurt so much more. This is, this is just my, I've, I've, people swear by it. So I, you know, their experience is their experience, but it takes so much like pulling to do sugaring that I've seen like pressure and pulling that I just feel like would hurt so much with like pulling of the hair while you're applying the wax. Right. I have clients who have come from sugaring too, specifically that I can think of off the top of my head. And they've told me before it hurts more because of that. Yeah, I've like, had mix. I've had some people that can go back and forth, some people that don't like it, some people that it's eh, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't like to try it, to be honest. I would Definitely like to try it on someone, but I don't want to do honestly any. Maybe I would do my underarm, but you could share my legs. legs. I don't know about that. 
I would try I already it, hate but not, not somewhere legs. not somewhere sensitive. Right. Oh, so much. It would be just too much. I don't know if I'm ready. All right, so you can uh, talk about your favorite and least favorite. I guess we can do two parts. Favorite and least favorite part to wax on yourself and favorite and least favorite to wax on clients. Okay. Okay, cool. So to wax on myself, my absolute least favorite to wax is definitely my legs. Like I hate waxing my legs. It's always like a mind game with me. And just to be clear, I really have waxed myself from like toe to eyebrow. (laughs) Um, Yeah, exactly. Like I've literally waxed my toes. I've waxed my legs, my arms, my underarms, my lip, my eyebrows, my nose, um, all of those things. And I would definitely say my my least favorite is for sure my legs I feel like they hurt the worst and I had a friend on Instagram the other day like say zero out of 10 recommends getting their legs waxed compared to Brazilian and I'm on that team because like no it just sucks even though I do it anyways because of the benefits I still don't like my legs and then my favorite part to wax on myself would probably be my underarms because they just never grow back and it's super fast, but I actually, at this point, like, don't mind my Brazilian, and I kind of don't, I kind of leave a little hair sometimes, so it's not that bad, and I don't mind either of those. Yeah. What about for clients? For clients, my least favorite is eyebrows, because I just don't care about them, and, like, honestly, unless my client just literally wants a simple eyebrow cleanup, I'll tell them, like, I'm not your esthetician, like, go somewhere else, because, yeah, like I'm just it's not my passion like how we were talking about in um, the school episode after school like do something you're passionate about like eyebrows not my passion I was recently thinking about learning more but I just don't care that much so eyebrows and then my favorite thing the wax is definitely Brazilians it's just fast boom 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 um I like chatting and honestly I know this probably sounds weird but I look like looking at all the different types of vaginas there are and like (laughs) knowing that they're all different and I will look at them and be like oh this is a different one and like I just look at them so yeah (laughs) yeah um my favorite on myself honestly like I low-key really find my lower leg satisfying to wax so oh I'm going to be opposite with you um I really <laughs> like it's, it's very like relaxing and satisfying to me um least favorite though is right above it on the thighs I can't stand <laughs> doing my thighs it's probably really? the most painful to me especially like back I, of the thighs oh no oh that's so funny for me if I'm doing comparing both my lower legs are killing me every time we got we got different growth <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I don't have a lot of hair or your least Um, favorite for clients the least favorite thing to wax is probably legs though (laughs) it's my favorite on myself the least favorite on others yeah because it is long again not not really the lower legs because switching over to soft wax lower legs don't take me any time at all but for some reason thighs just take forever the hair goes in all different directions it's so difficult to like get everything without having to lay five strips down in one like same area um, right the hair just goes everywhere and and also like it's hard to see on a lot of people too so it's very hard to like visually make sure you get everything because sometimes the hair is like invisible um so that's annoying to do but my favorite to do on clients is literally probably anything else 
I, I enjoy right. waxing. I like waxing. I love facial waxing. I love Brazilians, underarms, everything. I would do everything except for the upper thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I really like waxing I actually wax sometimes I like waxing males because oh wait I know sorry guys my mind just went everywhere I love waxing beards oh see that scares me though like I've done it but it just seems so painful the hair is so thick that I just Girl. feel like I'm torturing them First of all, the first time is always painful, but it is for all of us, girl. We are ripping the hairs out of our vaginas and this it's big. <laughs> so these men can get their beard hairs ripped out. I love waxing my boyfriend's beard and I've waxed other beards before too. It's definitely not my most popular service because it's painful and men don't really like pain that much, but it is so great. And the benefits are really great. Um, and I love it. It's fun. And honestly, this is probably sick. Don't tell anybody. Okay. But sometimes it is just funny when guys don't like getting extractions or don't like getting waxed because we ladies do it all the time. So sometimes Say I giggle like to torture a little. People. Yes. Sometimes I giggle a little at their pain. <laughs> I guess with that, we can also, you want to talk about kind of like speed waxing? Yeah. Speed waxing for sure. I feel like you're the perfect person to really dive in because I feel like you are trained literally to be a speed waxer. Although I can wax a Brazilian depending on the client in mm-hmm. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really depends. I enjoy speed waxing. It depends on like the part though. But yeah, like obviously, like eyebrows is the only thing that you don't speed wax. But everything else yeah. can be speed wax. Yeah, <laughs> um, everything else you can just lay it on, go, go, go. But I think it really, honestly, like nobody's gonna come out being a speed waxer. You have to literally just get used to waxing, and then you know, challenge yourself to like push it up go a notch, go yeah. faster. Um, go really faster, on the clients. Yeah um tolerance too because some people just won't let you be a speed waxer some people right some people need them for you to be (laughs) some people hate for you to be great so they want you to take forever because they want to break in between each pool right I even had clients be like wait you're laying another strip yes I am I'm about to lay this up down and then I'm about to rip the other one up like calm down if I can like have a dollar for every time somebody asks me while I'm doing a Brazilian um and like I do the first lip and strip and take it up and they're like did you do did you do both lips already I'm like no that was only one (laughs) (laughs) every single time I have like somebody new for Brazilian and they get the first lip ripped and I go to lay it down they're like oh you didn't do that side yet I'm like no or do you ever have the people who like sit up like prop up on their arms and like try to watch you do the Brazilian like girl lay that butt down I don't really now, but when I worked at a wax center, yeah, I, so many people used to watch and I'm like, why, why does it matter? Just get it done. Right. Like, that's like me, like lifting up the blanket at the OBGYN to see what they're doing. Like why? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, that's so funny. But I definitely, I wouldn't say like every client does, but I have a good amount of clients that do. And it's always just funny to me. And I'll just be like, all right, we only have, I'll just let them know. Like we have maybe this many more strips left and then maybe that'll calm them down and lay them back down on the table. Like I'll have people look to see like the progress, but not like staring the whole time watching. Nah, I've had people kind of pop up for the service. Like they're getting ready for the show. (laughs) Sit back, baby. (laughs) um okay um I guess we can go into two last things um okay pain and then we can finish off with our favorite brands okay yeah that's good well Um, 
what do you think when it comes to your clients, your first time clients, um, when they get their first wax, when they come in, they're super nervous about the pain when they leave, do you feel like all of a sudden they are like, Oh my God, it hurt just as bad as I thought it was. Or do you feel like they're like, Oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, eight clients out of 10 will tell, I always ask them like, was it as bad as you thought it was? And eight out of 10 tell me, no, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You're going to still yeah. have some people that are like, I've had people like, yeah, no, that was as bad as I thought it was going to be. But <laughs> most of the people, it's not as bad as their anticipation. There's a lot more like nervousness and um, anticipation pain that people deal with. But once you get like that first time out of the way, or even if sadly, if you're taking a break from waxing and come back, it's kind of like starting all the way over pain wise. But um, once you get past saying you're regular, it's not, it's not bad. And it gets faster every time. 100 especially when you're a regular yeah like I have clients that come in so much that they barely have any hair growth and I'm probably done with their wax before 10 minutes to be honest like that's how little hair growth they have so it's just like boop 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 and but and now we're done Mm -hmm. yeah Um, Brazilians are probably going to be the most nerve-wracking Brazilians and maybe underarms if they have like a lot of hair uh but um, underarms are pretty quick um, other than that, I think Brazilians tend to be the most um, painful and nervous anticipation that goes into it. Other than that, For like, sure. waxing is pretty simple, pretty straightforward. There's nothing like too crazy about it. Um, nothing you have to like do extra other than keeping up with your regular appointments and, you know, having a good exfoliant at home to help prevent ingrowns or help um get the hair up easier when you're getting waxed and not have too many ingrowns pop up or um, different things that you can there are different products that you can have at home for home care to prevent and treat issues like ingrowns or dark spots but other than that there's not too much like maintenance with it other than just coming in every month yeah and then also there's always like after post-care tips that we always give our clients um after waxing especially for brazilians um and I definitely think it's important to mention since we're just saying all things waxing um after you get a Brazilian you don't want to be having sex you don't want to be um in the sauna or the pool um do you want anything else that you like jacuzzis um tight clothing anything else to add to that um especially in those first 48 hours yeah just like no gym no sweating no hot hot water Technically, we can't tell people not to have sex, but obviously there's like juices and stuff flowing that can irritate newly waxed skin. So I just wouldn't risk it. Give yourself a day. If you need to plan accordingly, give yourself a day heads uh, heads up. Um, other than that, no exfoliating for a couple of days because it is freshly waxed skin. Um, other than that, it's pretty simple. Everything's right. Safe. Everything's- 100% real easy peasy real lemon squeezy um so favorite lines and products for waxing um what I, what do you have I've tried many out and I there's not many that I don't like it really is just comes down to like preference budget stuff like that um mm-hmm. There are like top brands, obviously, that people rave about, like Mermaid Wax. That honestly, I just won't spend my money on because it's not necessary. But if you right. love it and you're a ride or die Mermaid Wax person, buy your Mermaid Wax. Um, 
I really like star pill. I know you like star pill, really simple mm-hmm. um, wax to get into. I don't really care for what is it? Serapil. I can't say. I always try Therapil. to say like the, I, I always think. end up saying the um, skincare brand instead of the wax. Brand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they're different. Yeah. I think it's Serap- Serapil. Yeah. I don't really care for their wax. It tends to be too drying and breaking. That's kind of the things that you want to look out for when like you're getting wax. A hard wax especially is um, good like elasticity to it. Yeah. You don't want something that's stretch. drying too fast. Yeah. You don't want something that's like never drying, but uh, you don't want something that's going to like break easily on you because difficult mm-hmm. to work with. It's more painful for the client. Um, and also like side note, I, this just makes me think about all these videos that I see where these people are like laying a full head of wax on somebody and like it's literally been sitting there for 15 minutes before they take it up. And that bothers me so right. much because no way that that is painless. But um, yeah, you don't or want to wax even have hair. too much. Yeah, they literally I'm are bald really, and you're putting wax yeah. on them like, for what? They're literally bald when they're doing that. Someone showed me this one and it was like over this guy's back. I was like, literally, there's no way that that would have even happened if there was hair. Like, yeah. this clearly has not pulled on anything. He had nothing on his back. And even furthermore, like, every time you lay a wax strip, of course, you want all the hair to come up. But all the hair is not about to come up every single time like sometimes you have to clean up a little bit so there's no way that they laid that down and on the very first time they took that off every drip of hair came off that person's body no way videos yeah no way not at all yeah I mean some of my favorite are idle wax that's a good go-to that I go to that's it works it's efficient I've never had an issue with it it's reasonably priced um like um star pill really like the hypoallergenic clear wax that they have um missy air is really good you have to buy them a little bit more in bulk but i do like their pink wax and their clear wax um rebel wax is from a lady on instagram that does um her name is lash and co lash lash and wax co i'm not i'm maybe saying that completely wrong Mm -hmm. but she makes the smas for wax pads like on the bed and um smas for like your tools and stuff she has a new brand of waxes out it really reminds me of like missy air maybe a little bit more um sheer than missy air is pretty thick um but those are some of the top off of my head brands that i like to use i didn't even know that she had a line yet but yeah she just recently came out with it oh nino that's nice i also like star pill i like the soft star soft from there especially um I actually found this wax that I really like from salon trick and it's super cheap compared to others and like how much you get they recently went up on their price because it's I guess maybe gotten more popular but um anytime I go I buy like every single one that they have it's like 28 dollars and it's like three pounds or something like 3.3 pounds yeah but um I like that one. I can't even remember the name, but it's like a blue wax and it works really good. Um, and then I also, I really, because I always like having two different waxes. I like having that like blue wax. And then I like having one that's kind of more like star soft. That's like a little bit even more elastic and like lighter, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like the white one from Messiah. 
or however you really pronounce it. But, I say Nasir, <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Girl, who knows? We know what we're talking about. Um, but I like using that one too for like cleanup strips or like even thinner hairs. So I like interchanging. Um, and even though I also don't like not Sarah Sarah Pill, even though I don't yeah. like them and their waxes, there is this one that I like from them. It's like that light orange one. Yeah, um, I've used that one when I'm out, but it is kind of expensive though for no reason. No, it's expensive. It's like forty dollars for like yeah, two point two pounds or something. Pounds. Yeah, like no, it's crazy. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't um like getting that, but like it's a decent wax. Like if I'm out and I need something that's like that, so yeah, for soft wax, I have only used satin smooth. Um, it's not something that I. I don't know if they make any hard wax, but it's the one that I've used for soft wax, the purple container. I haven't used any other ones, so I can't speak on soft wax. I can speak against Gigi wax a hundred and thousand percent. Don't ever touch that hand. <laughs> I will tell you that. <laughs> that 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 brand is the devil. I've never used um that brand. I I do use satin smooth. And the crazy thing is that they do sell hard wax because like maybe two, three months ago, I went and I bought some and then I took it there and I gave the strip on top and it wasn't going. And I was like, wait, why isn't the strip adhering to the wax? And it was hard wax. And oh. I was looking tight because <laughs> when I wax myself, I just start like laying wax down. So I had like laid it down. Yeah. Um, on one leg and just like went to put the strip and then it like dried and like got crumbly and it was super painful and so yes they do sell a hard wax yeah I think um the salon owner was using their hard wax because I could be because I remember like her asking me about like wax and stuff and I was looking at her using it and I was like are you sure that's not soft wax that you're using because right. I didn't swear it was soft wax but I guess it was hard wax but either way it wasn't whatever she was using wasn't that great I don't know right. if it was I don't know if it was the satin smooth or the Gigi but lord don't ever touch some Gigi wax I don't care if you went into <laughs> a Sally's Beauty and saw it don't get it you I'd That's rather funny. you pay for some um Sarah Pill on Amazon mm-mm-mm but I think that's pretty much everything that goes into waxing. Um, it's a really fun, satisfying service. I will say that um, it is a backbreaker service. Right. I literally have a friend that told me that she does every waxing sitting down. And I, I d- still don't understand how, but props to her. Sitting down? Yeah, sitting down in a chair. Like Brazilians and everything. But she also does sugaring. I don't know how it works. And she waxes people sitting down? Yes. Like she sits as she waxes them. Yes, that's like probably in a rolling chair. I don't understand it. I don't think I could do it. I definitely like clean up brows and like facial stuff sitting down. But there's never been a time that I've waxed anybody else sitting down. Huh. That's but very I've interesting. Put, I've put lifters on my bed to try to help, and I don't know what. I don't know if I need to invest in you know a couple thousand dollar bed, which I don't ever want to do, but. I don't know what will ever help my back and people that like are like strict waxers and wax all day long I don't know how you do it I don't know how your back is still working right because it hurts wow (laughs) that's yeah that's crazy I don't know how you could do that 
I don't know. But yeah, it's a little painful <laughs> physically on your body more than sitting down doing facials, but it is really satisfying. It's a speed service. You can make a lot of money off of it fast if you're doing it um, consecutively back to back, If you, especially if you're a speed waxer. Um, like even with like tink services, I've seen her like list for a day and I'm like, she goes through them. You make a lot of money a key, bit oh, of time if you. I'm not trying uh, to sound funny. I don't know if I even want to be that booked. All the no, time. I don't like, desire to be that. Yeah. Because when I, I do get either. like pretty booked for the day, I'm I know I'm exhausted. And honestly, I saw somebody talking in a Facebook group. They were asking. They were like, "Do y'all um, set?" like what's your max services that you do a day and I saw people that were like I only do two to three facials a day like max I won't do any more than that now I'll do yeah. like I'll do a good five maybe six depending on what it is but um with waxing it's it's waxing is so in and out fast but also just it's really it's really straining on the body but some people some people like to get going and stay booked fully like that I'd rather do I'm much more of a facial person. I do love waxing, but I'd rather be booked with facials than waxing. Same. 100%. But some people stay booked and busy. And honestly, it was my preferred thing to get into right out of school because it helped me be able to focus on starting a facial business and with the non-compete causes, I could still wax. So that's a good thing to get into when you first get out and if you're going to work for like a company, you're probably going to make more money waxing than at a facial business because honestly, a lot of facial places don't charge unless you're working in a high-end place. Most right. facial businesses don't charge like high-end dollar and your commission is very small. So you don't make as much as you do with waxing. 100%. But that's my two cents. Yeah. I like all of the cents that we added into this. This is... <laughs> This has been very um, full of sense and full of knowledge, I feel like. Um, and as always, if you guys have questions, post our podcast. We would love to hear them from you and um, be able to answer any questions you may have, whether it be about waxing or some other questions that you want answered when it comes to skincare, whether you're a professional or whether you're a consumer and you just love skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know we got lots of new things coming up on Mondays. And if you're new to us, then we have so much that you have yet to hear. And we would love for you guys to leave us some reviews on Spotify and on Apple or however you choose to listen. Um, and also follow us on our Instagram. Um, we don't we need to get more interaction on our Instagram. I'm gonna start posting more um you know, little clips of each podcast. We don't do a visual anymore, so it's kind of hard to post on Instagram, but I do kind of pull some clips and put them on a video. I mean, put them on a picture, so we kind of have some content. I'm trying to get back into more content on Instagram, so we're trying to build that up, so just go ahead and follow us on that. What is it? At Skin Talk Podcast. No underscores or anything. Mm -mm. Um, So find us and follow us on there. Um, If you aren't already. Yeah, no, 100%. You guys will love to tap in with us and get all of um, our fun content on Instagram. And even if you do go to YouTube and see all those old visual podcasts, that's super fun to be able to see us in person and get to know us on a more personal level. We'll see y'all every Monday. Every Monday next week. Tap in with us. Peace.
thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.